Hey, this is Rob Corddry, and you're listening to Mad Scientist Party Hour on the Riotcast Network, riotcast.com. Another episode of Mad Scientist Party Hour. My name is Kevin Kraft, and the man sitting next to me is completely nude from the waist down, and is currently karate chopping boards with his boner. That's Jeff Clark. Hey, and beaming to us from detention, the bearded booger-eating tween known as Shuddy Boy. <coughs> Was it after school detention? I think so. I, I forgot to write a thingy down, so I had to pull that one out of my ass on the fly. Oh. I went and pulled up my little document on my phone, and then was like, ah, shit. Didn't write one. I usually can tell when you ad-lib them. That one caught me off guard. I'll tell you what I did write down, though. We have to say goodbye to a Puminati legend. Yeah, where's Leonard the Weed Pickle? Did he die? No, he's hiding behind our, our, our sweater photo. Okay. Well, uh, we lost a bigger part. Puminati legend. Oh, no. Dick Miller. Oh, yeah. Yeah, the death of, the death of non-Shuddy Boy Dick Miller. Yeah. I, I really don't if know Shuddy who Boy, that is. If Shuddy Boy ever gets his SAG card, he's going to have to go by, like, Dick Q. Miller. Or by my government name, Richard no. All right, Dick. You're going to have to go by Dick Queef Miller. All right. So I'm going. I have no. I saw that he died, but I didn't even care enough to read about it. Um, you. He's a character actor. You don't know him, but you know him. Oh. Yeah. Okay. He was probably like one of the first, if not the first, that guy. Where if you're like, Dick Miller, who the fuck is Dick Miller? And then you show like a picture of him from Gremlins, and you're like, oh, that guy. Okay. He's, he's like Zed from Pulp Fiction. A little, yeah. yeah. He, 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 he's sold, um, he was in the very first Terminator. He was working at the gun store when Arnold was just listing off all these different guns he wanted to see. And he's like, I would like to have a long rifle plasma missile. And he's like, ah, just what you see on the shelf, guy. I'm going through the images, and yeah. Yeah, this, 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 this does look like a familiar face. Yeah, I as a little kid, I loved him in the Gremlins movies. Oh, yeah, he was in the good, good call, good call. Murray Fetterman, I, I think his name was. And he chased. He 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 got. He was the one that took out the, um, the gremlin that drank the formula that turned him, gave him like giant bat wings. That guy, Dick Miller. Dick. I'm gonna miss Miller. him. Pour out some liquor. What was your favorite Dick Miller moment? Gremlins, probably, yeah, probably the one I described, the one yeah. where he kills the flying gremlin with cement, and then he flies up on top of a church and get, freezes into a gargoyle. Although his role in Terminator... Pivotal. Uh, yeah. Pawn I mean, shop clerk. How many people can say they got killed by Arnold Schwarzenegger? I mean, probably a lot of, like, yeah, yeah. No, no-name Euro dudes. I mean, I could say that. I could say that I was, I was killed by Arnold Schwarzenegger. In no, a, you can't. In a... In a in an action movie, no one can really. Va- I mean, he's got a lot of bodies in his action 
movie career, you know? I could you could be an extra. I'm saying you could lie about being an extra. You could and be it could be believable. I, I don't know, like uh I don't know, I'm trying to think of like a, a movie where he went went on a rampage and and killed some white people. I feel like Eraser. I know I've mentioned that movie a couple times cuz <laughs> I think it's an underrated Arnold Schwarzenegger movie. When was but the last I time you saw Eraser? Uh say not more than like 3 months ago. Really? Yeah, it was on Netflix recently. I definitely put that shit on. I might not have because I watched it on Netflix as well. Yeah, I didn't watch it through and through. I I put it on as I was smoking pot and passing out, and I ended up you know going to sleep. But it wasn't because I mean I already seen the movie a hundred times. So see, I I there are a couple of Arnold movies that I actually haven't seen, which is kind of shameful for me to admit, but uh, that was one of them. I had never seen Eraser. And it didn't, you didn't like it very much, right? I mm. remember I was talking about I it. I mean, I liked it for what it was, but it's not like, it's not True Lies. It's not Terminator. I don't think it stands up there with the greats. It's fucking Arnold doing stuff in his, you know, I, f- I feel like the, the 90s were Arnold's prime. Yeah. End of so, days, 1999, I feel like was an actual shift in Arnold canon. I mean, yeah, that was that was pretty bad. It's been a while since I've seen that one. Are you I'm saying Jing, or Batman and Robin, where he was Doctor Freeze <laughs> that was, or Mister Freeze? Ice to meet you. <laughs> you get it? Ice freeze. Oh, Junior. Junior could have been the end. Never and, seen Junior. No, I've never seen Junior either. Um, see, I would put, I would put Eraser in. The true lies tier of Arnold Schwarzenegger movies. Wow. Yeah. All right. It's definitely it's Terminator 2. I feel like it's in his own tier. Then from there, beneath that, I would go Terminator. I would go... Total Recall. Predator. Kindergarten. Wow. Cop. Okay, yeah, that was really stupid of me saying that the night... What was a better decade for Arnold, the 80s or the 90s? Wow, what a question. Because Predator, Running Man, and yeah. uh, the first twins? Terminator. Do you count that? I mean, twins. I, I haven't seen Twins in a while, but as a kid, I remember I would watch that movie and laugh my ass off. Yeah. It probably doesn't hold up. No. But the fact that I loved it as a kid might might help skip it along a little faster. So two Conans, Terminator, Commando, Predator, The Running Man, Twins, all in the 80s. Here's his 90s slate. We'll all weigh in on this. Total Recall, 1990. Kindergarten Cop. Terminator 2. Last Action Hero, which I do like. See, I saw Last Action Hero in the theater, and that's the last time I saw it. Oh, man. You need to go back and watch that. That movie kicks ass. I didn't remember liking it as a kid. How do you not? That's weird to me. I don't know. How do you not? Like, to me... I remember watching and being excited for Arnold Schwarzenegger movies, and it felt like every one of them lived up to the hype when I was a kid. Something about, I don't know, something about it I just wasn't feeling. Okay. Uh, Maybe it was because it was PG-13. Went from Last Action Hero to True Lies, Junior, Eraser, Jingle All the Way, which is a very underrated Christmas movie. I like Jingle All the Way. It is not. It is not that good, guys. You don't like Jingle All the Way. Phil Hartman, late great Phil Hartman. 
<laughs> Who else is in there? Sinbad. Sinbad. Sinbad, the living, awful Sinbad. Oh, come on. Sinbad <laughs> did a good job there. Uh, what else do we have? And that's it for the 90s, actually. End of is Sinbad allowed to say the N-word? Absolutely. Okay. Come on. He was born into that, right? <laughs> you, can't, you can't take that away from him. <laughs> Only I can take that from him. <laughs> uh, hmm. I'm inclined to say the 80s were better for for Arnold because there was really no flops. I guess Red Heat, maybe. I don't know. I didn't see it. Um, I haven't seen Red Heat since I was a kid. But, but I remember liking it just because it was violent. But he goes from Conan the Barbarian, which I feel like checks boxes, right? Like, if you wanted to go see that. Like, I feel like... After watching Conan the Barbarian trailer and then going to see that movie, obviously I'm projecting I wasn't born in 1982. Like, I feel like you got exactly what you were expecting, right? Did you like Conan the Barbarian or the Destroyer? Again, I saw those movies so young, it just kind of didn't make sense to me. I was just watching things happen on screen. Those are mo- Both of those are movies that I will occasionally... Uh, occasionally bust out and watch are you stoned right now shuddy a little bit i actually thought i still had the mic muted so that's what i that's why i paused to make sure it wasn't you're coming in loud and clear buddy (laughs) (laughs) no i'll go with i'll go with 80s arnold because there wasn't much there wasn't many duds but 90s there was definitely better movies um i'm just go with the 80s because feel like it was just a stronger decade of all ascension for him yeah for sure yeah 80s it is i agree i'm trying to see if there's anything like you change your fucking attitude towards the racer though that movie kicks ass i don't know it was so fucking silly we need we need listeners to weigh in on this because i think a racer is awesome shuddy where do you how do you feel about a racer i think i saw it once when it first came out on video i like james con a lot james con just being a dick He's great in that. I don't know. Whatever. I watched The Sixth Day for the first time, I'd say, within the last 12 months. The Sixth Day. I got to go into that. Hold on. I got his... Jeff, I think you are um, you are in the minority of the opinion on that movie. What? On a racer. Oh, what, what makes you say that? Did you already get uh, feedback from the listeners? Well, Rotten Tomatoes is 35% and a 39% audience score. You're really going to do that to me? Rotten Tomatoes? Fuck Rotten Tomatoes. Come on. You can't use them to to, to critique Arnold Arnold movies. They don't count. What, what's an Arnold movie that does well there? Or how many Arnold movies do bad in Rotten Tomatoes, I guess, would probably be the better question. Let's see. I feel like Rotten Tomatoes doesn't respect Arnold Schwarzenegger. Watching the sixth day as an adult was pretty rough. Like, uh, Hi, uh, he's a he's a Rotten clone. Terminator Two has a one hundred percent on Rotten Tomatoes. Fair enough, but that's the long goodbye. Has, uh, has Terminator Two one hundred percent? Terminator one hundred percent? The long t- goodbye ninety seven percent. Let's see. I'm just going through. Dude, Terry Crews was in... The Last Stand has a 60%. The Expendables 2 is 67 Expendables so, doesn't count. Terminator 3, 69%. True Lies, 71%. All right, Total Recall, 
So Ryan Predator, Trinan is fucking me right in the butt. Whatever. <laughs> Conan the Barbarian, 70%. Okay, well, if you guys want to be fags like Shuddy, then just go to Rotten Tomatoes and then, and I'm then just, decide I'm, which movies you want to watch. That, did I say that at all, Jeff? Have I ever used that as my reason for not wanting to see a movie? Well, you did just use it to attack a race. I didn't attack. I just said that he seems to be in the minority opinion. How it is sounds that like an, an attack? attack to me. All right. Well, I'll just mute myself for the rest of the night then. Goodbye, guys. <laughs> Sorry, wait. Are you are you staying? Are you still part of the podcast, but you just muted? Come on. He, he'll be back. He'll be back. We'll ask him a question. And he'll, he'll have to jump in. Dude, Terry Crews oh, is in get Six it. Day. Something mildly abrasive. I'm going home. Michael Rappaport was in Six Day. Man, they really they really whiffed. Michael, Michael Rooker, who I think is a great character actor. Yeah. Uh, I'm a Rooker fan. There's a part where I forget what happens. I think he, like, somehow he, like, slams on the brakes. Some guy flies through the windshield of the car and goes like, whoa! Like this weird, over-exaggerated scream. And then when he lands on the road in front of the car, he goes like, whoa! And then <laughs> just splatted immediately. Oh, man. It's was like it graphic, the... though, or was it just cartoony? It was just cartoony. It was very silly. Like, the guy just gets launched. He's like, whoa! <laughs> Splat. Hmm. So there's a lot to make fun of in The Sixth Day. But, uh... Yeah, the the sixth day and Eraser were like the two Arnold action flicks that I kind of missed on their initial run. So I corrected that like in the past year. And while it was cool, because I mean like, you think about it, it, it is kind of shameful for me being such a big Arnold fan to not have seen uh, two of those movies. But as an adult, it is kind of cool. It's like, oh, I know these aren't going to be great movies, but they are... You know, Arnold, as I remember him, in an action movie I've never seen. So that's exciting. I'm Googling if Eraser's on Netflix right now, and I think it, I think it is. I'm going to watch Eraser tonight. Nope, not anymore, I don't think. I, I, I don't know. I love that movie. I think it's very underrated. Um, well, how many Eraser dicks did you suck? I don't know, 2.5 maybe? God, it's just like the most stuff Oreos, huh? <laughs> Unbelievable. Yeah, perhaps I'm a little cranky today. Yeah, I don't like your your grading uh, structure already today. Well, we I actually got a question for you though. Okay. Um, Super Bowl Sunday is that? Are you like a Jewish guy on Christmas because you hate sports on Super Bowl Sunday? Like, do you feel things are different on that day? And but Jewish just... people love Christmas. Do they? Yeah. I know tons of Jewish people that celebrate Christmas, and they get excited for it. Okay. Um, I've never really heard this. I, I always thought they were more Hanukkah fans. Well, of course, if, you, if you're going to ask a Jewish person if they prefer Hanukkah or Christmas... You get what I'm saying, though. I'm saying, do you... Ha- no, that's a crappy like analogy, but... Do you feel like you're missing out a little bit on Super Bowl Sunday, um, given that you're not at all interested in what's going on? Not really, because there's always things going on that I'm not interested in. That's just one more. Yeah, I guess. I guess you got me there. Over or under zero, one second of Super Bowl. Is it me? Do you hear that? Yeah, I hear it. What do you want me to do differently? Try now. 
Hello, hello. Right. I no sound worries. great. Yeah. I think I sound wonderful. There are those golden pipes. Okay. Over or under one second of the Super Bowl that you watch. Did you watch any of it this year? It could literally be measured in seconds. So I played some Fortnite and I was getting some general work around the apartment done and work for work and all that shit. And then I put on that movie Life. You ever heard of that shit with Richard Linklater? It's the one with uh, Jake Gyllenhaal and Ryan Reynolds in space with an alien. Oh, no. Not familiar. I watched that instead. Not bad. But you turned it on for a split second, then you're like, eh, now I'm going to check out. I was, well, like, I didn't even know what time the game was starting, and I don't know how, how long a Super Bowl goes. I know it's a couple hours, at least. Yeah. So I was kind of just sitting around picking my ass, and then I was like, I wonder if the Super Bowl is still on. So I just switched to Channel 2 and saw, like, the very last play. So I saw... You didn't the, miss much. I saw the Rams try to go for a field goal, even though they were down by 10 points. Yeah, I lost $100 they, on that field goal. Miss. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. You should just be opposite man. Oh, Whatever you, you think you're going to bet, just bet the opposite of that. Checker myself? Yeah, yeah. I absolutely should have done that. Yeah. Uh, if I, I had done that, I would have won, won big this, this postseason. Um what was I going to say? But I don't know. Like, like I know it's the Super Bowl. I know it's a it's a big event, and I know everybody freaks out over it. But it's still a football game. Like, if Shuddy and I were geeking out over like the biggest event in comics of 2018, mm-hmm. we would talk that, about it. That means as much to you as the shittiest comic of 2018. I get your point, but we always do a San Diego Comic Con episode, and. I mean that's an event that that you were at and you can yeah. provide some. I go there and I, some, you know, engage in fuckery and eat acid. So I try to absolutely. There's nothing as entertaining in the Super Bowl as someone eating acid. You you bring back quality podcast content. I'm not dismissing that. I'm just saying um, there are comparisons that would work here. Um, From what I've gathered, the game was very boring. It was very boring. Um, the cheating Patriots won again. Surprise, surprise. Yep. They're probably going to go to the White House and hang out with Trump. They're going to have a much chiller dinner than the Clemson they're get, Tigers. They're not going to get Carl's Jr., you don't think? No, I think they're going to get Applebee's or maybe Outback or something. Oh. Something real good. That's a real upgrade. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Maybe Cheesecake Factory? Uh, I wouldn't uh, push it. a little it. too fancy. If they, can, if they can win next year, maybe. If they can get their seventh Super Bowl title, I feel like. But I I, I I know that that was the case, and it seems like the commercials were kind of unimpressive, yeah. and there was a trailer for Toy Story, which I watched, and okay, Toy Story 4 is coming. Um, I saw the, the trailers, all this stuff I just watched on YouTube for scary stories to tell in the dark. I was, oh wait, what did you say? Do you remember those books? I remember Are You Afraid of the Dark? The no, that was thing. a Nickelodeon, yeah. Okay, this is something different. You don't different. remember Scary... St- I actually have the books. No. Here, I don't uh, remember this at all. I'll show them to you. Are they, are they kind of like Goosebumps? A little bit, but a little... A little... Are they more intense than Goosebumps? Intense. Shuddy, have you ever read Scary Stories? What is this yes. called? Shuddy said yeah. He's, he's back on board. Scary Stories to Tell in the Dark. Yeah. Do you memorize any of these and like 
Well, I guess you don't have kids or you're not a you're not an uncle or anything Look, like that. Flip through the illustrations though. The il- the the drawings in them are fucking terrifying. Like the I, that that was kind of like the scariest shit. You would look at these these illustrations and they were so fucking creepy. Yeah, they're all like kind of black and white, but I think uh, that kind of adds to it. Uh, what happened, dude? Gizmo pooped all over me. Is that it? Is it is it game over for Gizm, Giz, Gizmo? Yeah. I'm always, and I brought this up to my other buddy that I do the podcast or my other podcast with. I'm always, I'm fascinated. And Shuddy, you obviously can weigh on this, but I'm fascinated about the point of no return for animals. And, like, when it comes to, like, the vet bill. Like, my buddy just paid a vet bill out for, like, $700. And I feel like there's got to be a number where it's like, you know what? You can just take you can take the pet. Shuddy, what's your, what's your uh, point of surrender? Shuddy. Shuddy cold-shouldered me. Or he, or he left his, he accidentally muted his mic and doesn't know how to unmute it. One of the two. I feel like I'm getting um, oh. It wouldn't be that's. It wouldn't be that. Wouldn't be what would make me make the decision. It would be based on quality of life. Oh man, it's just like a human almost. Yeah, like a child. Because there can be some pretty pricey vet bills, and I feel like there's like isn't oh, when I first got. Parker, after I had him fixed, he went through that whole thing where he almost died and was in the emergency pet hospital, and it ended up being over twenty grand. Oh, oh! Wait, and you paid it? I did. No, no, the vet paid it uh, because uh, the vet, fu- the initial vet, fucked fucked up. So, oh man, but, twenty grand. Yeah, but to get them seen, I had to pony up fifteen hundred. For the animal hospital to even look at him, I had to pony up fifteen hundred bucks. Holy shit, that's a lot of comics. Did you sell those? Did you sell comics, or would you just use your? No, no, I, I the funds from your work. I hit up, I hit up relatives for loans. Did any one of your relatives like? No, fuck that animal. Nope. Oh man. I would I would have said probably both vet, my brothers would have would have said when the fuck vet finally decided to cover the bill and, and I got the money back they got it back so it wasn't but yeah there wasn't any hesitation and I had only had the dog for a month wow real quick that's a pretty quick commitment real quick before we I think should... you just unplugged your mic no no I didn't why are you so quiet I don't know is is anything picking me up? Because I, I feel like I'm not hearing myself. Because every you, you got to grip it up here. Because if you grip it at the connector, you're constantly going to be like unplugging it. I'm gonna shove the connector up your butthole. Shove it up your own. I'm not the retard. Shuddy, can you hear me? Am I muffled? I can hear you. All right, cool. Uh, one last question before you shift gears about the Super Bowl. Kevin. Yeah, you're super quiet. We got to get you a different mic. Oh no. Try to treat this one like a professional. <laughs> All right. How about this one? Do I sound? I think I sound better. I think I sound better. 
All right, so I was going to invite you over to my buddy's Super Bowl party. How do you weigh in on Super Bowl parties, even though you're not a Super Bowl or a football fan? I mean, I prefer not to. You just wouldn't go? I mean, I've gone. Like, I went to my buddy George's Super Bowl party one year, the one where Lady Gaga was, like, flying around and shit. Mm -hmm. But, like, I don't know. George from game night. Yeah. It's all, it's all, everybody wants to watch the game and talk about the game. So it's like, sure, I'd like to go to a party and interact with people, but all anybody wants to talk about is fucking football. One of my bucket list things is to throw, like, the most bitchin' Super Bowl party at my house. How are you not on again? I think I am, right? Jesus Christ. Hold on. This isn't my fault. What do you want me to do? What do you want me to do? Can you hear me? I think I'm I think I'm all right. I'm not touching the mic. Now you're good. Anymore. Okay. Yeah. All right. See, I want to throw the most bitch in Super Bowl party ever. I want to have poker games going all day. It's going to be an all-day affair. Touch football. I want <laughs> mad barbecue. I want a video game room and I want a drug room or excuse me, a room dedicated to video games. Probably have to be my bedroom, maybe, because there's going to be a sick TV there anyways, because, you know, that's my that's my bedroom. And, again, a drug room, which would probably have to be my kid's bedroom. Because, <laughs> you know, I'd, and the... Uh, uh, I'm commandeering your crib, you little bastard. <laughs> yeah, uh, you're going to have to sleep on the couch tonight. Um, but I have it on my bucket list to throw the most bitch in Super Bowl party. And you're going to be invited, as long as you can change your attitude. That I'll go because it sounds like there's things other than football happening. Yeah, video games. Yeah, video, video games you can get down in. Why don't you just throw that party on any given day? No, because I feel like the Super Bowl is going to attract more of my friends. Um, the the hook to get you in the bait would be the video games and food. You like food and drugs. I do like all three of those things. So you're invited, but that's a. Uh, that's my bucket. One of my yep. my few bucket list items is my ideal, the best Super Bowl party. My ideal Super Bowl party has nothing to do with football. Okay. Well, I don't know. If you give me your rider, I'll make some adjustments. And then I saw, like, on Twitter, people were freaking out over the halftime show. Yeah. Like, so everybody knew it was going to be Maroon 5, right? Yeah. Here's the thing. So it, Maroon 5 just went up and did Maroon 5. They sucked. Yeah, but, but the, yeah. Maroon 5-ish. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, what did people... Did people think Maroon 5 was going to go up there and do like a bunch of Nirvana songs? I think that... It, well, I feel like they've had recent Super Bowl or halftime performances where there was like homages paid. Like last year, it was... Uh, <laughs> did I say that wrong? <laughs> Help me, Shuddy. Homage. Homage, whatever. Uh, like last year, Justin, Justin Timberlake performed at the halftime for Minnesota... Or uh, which was the Super Bowl, which was in Minnesota, and last year Prince died, so they did like a little tribute to Prince. Uh, so usually they do tributes within the halftime show, but I guess Maroon Five didn't have any of that, and they brought out they had Big Boy. Well, yeah, but I mean, you know, he's alive, so he just came out there and did it. He came out <laughs> he and did Big died Boy died from so. Atlanta recently. Oh, sorry, I'm criticizing you. Never mind. Wait, what? Nothing. I don't know. Forget I. I think Shuddy Boy might be super touchy today. Yeah, I don't know. I'm sorry, Shuddy. You can make fun of me. I didn't mean to, you know, I didn't mean to steer you away from that. Shuddy, if you need to take five minutes to go beat off or something, you're 
I'm You're more than welcome. Anyways, um, what are we talking about? Oh, the halftime performance. Yeah, I just feel like Twitter's always going to freak out about something. And if it's the most viewed thing on television, like they're obviously going to pick something to get mad about. So what I saw is that I feel like a lot of people were mad about Adam Levine being shirtless. Uh, because he had his nipples out, and you remember the whole nipple gate thing with Janet Jackson, of course, and, and you could Justin forget. Timberlake. So I feel like they were trying. <laughs> I think they were trying to do some like, you know, equality shit, where it's like if you're gonna get mad about, if you're gonna get mad about uh, Janet Jackson, you got to get mad about Adam Levine having his nipples out. It's like, wait, it's also are we gonna weird. be children about this? Like, I come know. on, like, wait, there's like, a difference. Yeah, everybody is well aware that there's a double standard when it comes to nipples. You're not going to hear any any arguments from us like if girls want to show their nipples, you think we're going to get in anybody's way? Yeah. No, but like what was was the Super Bowl really the first reminder in 15 years that you've had that women's nipples have to be blurred out? Like Right. Yeah. Really I'm, it took Adam Levine to remind you of that? Like yeah, no shit. Yeah, so I I think like people were always gonna get mad about Maroon Five because of the way they handled the 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 promotion up to the Super Bowl halftime performance. People were all mad about Colin Kaepernick, and there was uh, supposedly a lot of you know rappers or or people that turned down the invite and or turned down um, Super Bowl ads or just turned down NFL Super Bowl money or uh, limelight because of the whole Kaepernick thing. But so Maroon Five was always gonna get shit. Uh, Travis Scott, who I kind of liked his Astroworld um, album, he was also in the halftime show. I thought he sucked. I, thought, I think Maroon Five's music is just basic and it's boring. I'm not. I'm yeah, not. That's a fan. why they're. That's why they're successful. That's what the the masses, the general public wants: vanilla, safe, soft shit. That's what the middle of the road is. It's I think- just soft, easy, digestible bullshit. And I, I have no hatred for Maroon Five. They're they're doing their thing. There's there's clearly an audience for that, and they make their audience happy. Um, but I mean, did they sound particularly bad for Maroon Five, or did they just sound like Maroon Five? Yeah, like if no, they that, sounded like Maroon Five. Well, there you go. Right. If we're gonna clown on them, we're clowning on them for being Maroon Five, not for fucking up a Super Bowl halftime performance. Like, it yeah, was, and, they did their thing. And like, just like just like the nipple thing, like really, you needed this to remind you that Maroon Five's not all that great, like. The fuck? Right. I think the NFL mostly should just go with, like, classic rock. Like, they had The Who. They had uh, Bruce Springsteen. Like, that's pretty just, you know, safe. And that, that's a layup that, that most of the NFL fans are, are either going to like or or appreciate and, and understand, right? Even, you know, even uh, NFL fans of, of color or people of color that, ref- that watch the NFL, like, they'll get classic rock you know they understand enough white old white people watch super bowl and that's probably the target demo uh but do you want to move on to some like movie and and documentary i i watched yeah. two documentary uh two did you watch the fire on one i watched the fire festival one and i watched the ted bundy documentary uh four-part documentary series shuddy i asked kevin this beforehand did you see either one of these documentaries i did not fuck i'm on an island here I was hoping one of you guys saw these because I thought they were both great. And I've heard podcasts or, or uh, I don't know, people that I like discuss on their show or their podcast the execution of these uh, documentaries. Um, for the Fire Festival, there was always a I've been wanting to watch the Fire Festival one. 
Yeah, the, a lot of people had the conversation of the difference between the Netflix and the Hulu one. And then I, I heard uh, uh, one guy made a point. I forget who, but one guy made a point. You should just watch them both, which I don't know. I like. I really like the Netflix one. Um, I'll review that one first. I gave it a four out of five. I sucked four Fire Festival Netflix documentary dicks. Oh, like that guy in all the memes? <laughs> yeah, Andy King. Oh, man. If that's not the most ridiculous thing, that I think that wins the award, the my personal award for the most ridiculous story in the whole documentary. All right, but I don't spoil th- much. What's up? Don't spoil too much. Well, I mean, I don't know. It's all... It's all in there in Wikipedia, right? Like, well, yeah, but I, yeah, I'm not like okay. sitting at home doing research. <laughs> all, right, fire all, right, all right, all right, all right. So, so anyways, my, my biggest festival. thing with with the fire festival thing is like I remember when it all went down and and a whole bunch of like trust fund babies and Instagram retards got stranded there, and I saw the pictures of the like untoasted wheat bread. With a slice of cheese and lettuce on yeah. it. So, if, if I watch the Netflix one, am I going to get the answer to how did they end up with bread and cheese as the luxury food? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, not down to, like, the cook who made it, but, yeah, you get... I mean, the, just the failure of the execution of their idea is... They go, you know, they they do a pretty good job uh, of uh, breaking it all down for you. So because it seems like like it was a giant scam because the tickets to go to Fire Festival were just insanely expensive, right? Yeah, and it sold out incredibly quick. So the organizer must have just been sitting on a pile of cash, and he probably was like, "Hmm, I could put this into providing all the things that all these people have are expecting and that I've promised, or I could just keep all this shit and strand them." And he goes with option B. Pretty much. I mean, they tried to make it work, but it was just all like sloppily organized and and, and, and not well prepared and not well planned. That the the, the festival never had never had a chance of getting off the ground. So uh, yeah, like you said, Fire Festival was just like a, a failure. Um, it was supposed to be a, a festival that was. Um, in part used to like launch uh an entertainment app and like uh almost like Uber for like celebrities or artists where you can go on this app called Fire and like book I don't know uh the first major client they had I think was Ja Rule you can book Ja Rule to, like come to your birthday party and f- sing a few songs and 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 other people like that I mean Ja Rule's stupid but there's a whole bunch maybe you think Ja Rule's stupid maybe you love Ja Rule but that was like their initial idea, and then to, to to help launch or to help put that on the map, they wanted to throw this concert festival on, uh, on, on an island in the Bahamas that was formerly owned by Pablo Escobar. And that was like went, in, went into the hype video, and they had all these beautiful supermodels and Instagram influencers in the hype video, and it looked fucking sick. Um, it was funny because the, the person who rented the island uh, or owned the island and rented it to Billy McFarlane, who was the uh, was the CEO, I believe, of the Fire uh, app and and the creator of the Fire Festival idea. The guy who rented it to him was like, "Do not, we do not want to be attached to Pablo Escobar. Like that's a dark secret in our past. We're trying to move away from." And the first thing they mentioned in the fucking hype video is island owned by Pablo Escobar. Um, what's astonishing to me is that 
all these really just like smart, successful people were not able to like connect to this guy and tell him just how bad of an idea this was. Like the idea in theory is really smart. And if you have years to, to, to put it together, there is a chance it could work. These guys want to do it in like fucking six months and with no infrastructure on just like a deserted Island in the Bahamas. Like it, they never had a chance. And you have all these like event producers who help put on like Ross Clyde and Bonnaroo and Coachella and all these like things that are like, yeah, this seems suspicious. This seems fishy, but I don't know. He, you know, he was real confident. So we just followed him along. And at no point was anyone able to get through to him. Like, dude, you are rushing this. Like this cannot be pulled off. Um, I don't know. And I, I feel bad for like the millennials or, or, or the, not the trust fund babies, but like there are a certain amount of people who just got duped by the hype video. And we're like, you know what? We're going to put our yearly saving or our, our, maybe our life savings into this or, uh, yeah, for sure. I get that. I'm not saying like that everybody, cause like I like to goof on Coachella and shit and all those, all the people that perform there are usually clowns and their music sucks. But my little sister loves that shit. She went to Coachella last year, and I think she's going to go again with her fiance this year. And she's not an asshole, so right, whatever. Yeah. If that that music I don't get makes people happy, whatever. I'm not going to be stupid old man Kraft shaking his fist, yelling at the clouds. And they were saying like at the uh, at the time when when people actually brought up the idea, like a couple days or weeks uh, before the concert, like, hey, should we ditch this or? Is this going to be too much of a logistical nightmare to have? They actually use the example of like 1969 Woodstock of how there was a mile long or uh, miles long lines to get into the venue and how um, it yeah, it's rained. Nice when so there when was... your venue isn't on a deserted island and right. people can actually. No, but like the, the whole the, the organization behind Woodstock was fucked. Now, I grew up in upstate New York. I grew up outside, like, like two hours from Woodstock. Whoa. So, like, this was taught to me in high school and middle school growing up, like, like Woodstock 69 and just how much of a no clusterfuck it was. Like, I had a music teacher that, like, went to Woodstock 69 and was like, yeah, like, we parked, like, eight miles away from the venue and, like, walked in. And there was no water. There was no, like, concessions. Like, it was just... Like people are really roughing it in the middle of the summer, and it was it was crazy. And that's All like, right, so. So, what are your closing thoughts on the fire thing? Uh, I give it a four out of five. Four out of five. I'm confused on how Ja Rule somehow gets away scot free, and um, well, it kind of seems like he isn't. I don't. I, maybe I didn't do enough internet research. Is he? Is he going to? Is he going to jail? Because the other guy in there is is. Fucked. I don't know if he's going to jail, but he's certainly getting dragged. He should be getting dragged. The other guy is doing fucking time. And they have a... I don't know how they get all this footage. Here's... I guess I do have an... an uh, uh, a, a guess or... Not even a guess. It's not too crazy. But essentially, he hires a, a, video, cam, uh, a video crew to film everything. But they also film, like, the aftermath and them discussing and, and how they're going to politic the disaster. And they have footage of like a uh, of a video conference call well, that's where, pretty stupid where ja rule is actually saying this isn't fraud we need to we need to spin this let's not call it fraud this is false advertising and it's just like wait a second you got ja rule on camera saying this i don't know anyways maybe they will four out of five i watched a couple netflix movies 
Yes. The, a couple of new ones just went straight to Netflix. So I watched Polar. I also saw Polar. With good old Mads Mikkelsen. I gave it a shot. I'm a I'm a big Mads Mikkelsen fan. I've I've I believe I've been vocal about this on the past, on the podcast. I think he's a really good actor. Anytime he shows up in something, I always get excited. He never fails. Even if the movie he's in is shit, he still does his part incredibly well. And I think he kicked ass in Polar. Just the movie didn't completely kick ass. Like, it, it kind of seemed like they wanted to cross... And I know it's based on a comic. I never read the comic. I never even heard of it before the movie. But, uh... So he's like an, an older guy who's an assassin looking to get into retirement. And then there's this other team of people that work for the same assassin company who their job is to basically retire the people for them so none of these assassins go off and run their mouth or get their no. retirement money and then that bankrupts the company. They want to like keep their retirement, so if they kill them, they don't have to pay them out. Mm. So he's kind of be- gets himself marked. That's, that's a tough HR department. Yeah. <laughs> so it, it, it reminded me like if somebody just crossed John Wick with Smoke and Aces. Right. That's exactly, exactly what it was. That's kind of what I just heard. Was that the Jeremy Piven movie, Smoke and Aces? Or he was so. in that? Yes. Yeah. Man, that sucked. Yeah. Okay, I know and you're so did Polar. About... Polar wasn't really all that great. It did have some cool action, but the story is <laughs> a complete mess. It wasn't very engaging. Didn't really have any substance to it. The characters were all just like, they seemed like lazily written. Like, oh, look at this wacky hot chick. <laughs> I honestly got that vibe in like the first five or ten minutes. Yeah, so I was like, did you know, I. I'm not moving forward with this. I'm but the very end of it, like the, the the tail end when he just goes goes off, was was pretty cool. Okay, I like that. I'm gonna look this up right now because I got to find out how long the tail end is. Because if I could just fast forward to the end and watch the cool action, an hour and fifty nine. What's the tail yeah. end mean to you? Like the last fifteen minutes? When does it you get? Say good? like the last thirty. Okay. I mean, it never. It's it's just got like a really cool scene where he just slaughters a ton of people. If if if, if like they punched up the dialogue and made the story a little more, and then there's like this weird twist at the end that just like what? Did you guys yeah. just like have to make a twist so you just like pulled something out of your ass? It really makes no sense, right, Shuddy? I didn't see it coming. That's for sure. Like I just it. Well, because it, it didn't make any sense. Yeah, yeah, it really didn't. That's how, and that's how you do a twist. <laughs> you really catch them off guard. By the way, this whole time, I've been a hamster. <laughs> well, I got to say, I didn't see that coming, yeah, hamster, well, but... You really threw me off there. Does, doesn't change the fact that that's pretty stupid, you stupid hamster, you. They just do a fucking... A montage flashback of nothing, and then all of a sudden, <laughs> just like a hamster face and, uh, uh, comes in and out. Because I mean, while Fades the movie did have some some cool kills and it was gory and violent, it, it just seemed very underwhelming. And if it wasn't for Mads Mikkelsen, it would have been a, just a complete turd. So I don't know. I think I'm giving it like two point five dicks. Oh no! Yeah, that's a real low score. Yeah. Shuddy. What do you think, Shuddy? Uh, uh, two point five. It's the middle of the road. It was entertaining. You know, it was in. I enjoyed watching it. I wasn't bored. I did doze off at the end. Hmm. Uh, and it at the beginning, 
for the first hour, it was like two completely different movies stylistically. Like one was real bright and loud and crazy, and one was real dark and and muted. Yeah. And it would just keep switching back and forth between these two stories for the first hour. So it was like, uh, w- there wasn't a Jurassic shift though, in like tone, like like dust f- or from dust till dawn, right? Or like uh, no, I mean it starts out with these guys. I don't, I don't think this counts as a spoiler. No, it starts which, with it. Come on. I mean, it kind of set set me like off thinking like, okay, this is going to be campy, but I think I'm going to like this. They just they the like the the assassin squad has to go take out Johnny Knoxville. Who's, oh yeah, who's playing like a drug lord or some shit. Mm-hmm. And I was like, all right, this is way over the top and silly and goofy, but if this is going to be the tone of the whole movie, I can get down with it. But it just was too stupid. Yeah, I, I don't know. I, I I bailed after they murdered Johnny Knoxville. So oh, they lost you with that. Yeah. Oh wow. Uh, yeah, I was real disappointed that his that the girl um, that he was with flipped or not flipped. She was a uh, she was an assassin the whole time. I was like, oh man, <laughs> that fucked you up, huh? Yeah, I was. I was disappointed. <laughs> I thought they were just gonna let her walk, but then when she was in on it, I was like, fuck this. Uh, I also watched. Another... That is her only job in that crew. Yeah, she's, she's like the not an trip. actual assassin. She's just there to fuck the mark. Wait, and she, did they pull that move in future kills? Yeah. Yes. Oh man. I mean, you almost see her butthole at certain points. Do you ever see her naked? Yeah, you see her titties. Yes. I'm about to go back and watch that movie. <laughs> <laughs> Man, I should have stuck with it. I also watched Velvet Buzzsaw. Oh, I know. The Jake Gyllenhaal. And it's the same writer and director who made Nightcrawler. Nightcrawler kicks ass. It kicks tons of ass. I cool. fucking love that movie. An underrated I've seen it like LA five movie. or six times. An, an underrated LA movie. Yeah. That, that movie is awesome. Yeah. So when I, I saw that, this one. when I saw that, like, oh, the same, and the, and it, it's also got Jake Gyllenhaal and Rene Russo. I was like, oh, this is gonna be sick. It looks like a weird, twisted horror movie that revolves around like artsy fartsy, like art scene people. I can get down with this. Got some supernatural shit going on. Woof! What a boring ass movie. Like I just didn't give a flying fuck about any of the characters. Yeah, I didn't. Like, I wasn't rooting for anyone in Nightcrawler, but the guys grind and hustle, The whoever the name of the character that Jake Gyllenhaal played, was something that I could kind of identify with, and I almost felt like I knew that guy. Like, I've met that guy before, you know, the guy in Nightcrawler. Um, so, despite not having really anyone to root for, the movie still kicked ass. Um, I fell asleep after, like, five minutes through this movie. And was, again, I was just high... And tuckered out, um, but my lady stayed up and watched it, and she she hated it. Yeah, I think she. I don't think she watched the whole thing. I think she turned it off, but she, because she hated it. But did she hate it because it sucked, or did she hate it because she was scared? I think it was a little bit of both. I think that See, I don't understand how anybody could get scared watching that movie. It was a little unsettling to her, and it was just crappy. Um, Ray, like it, Renee Russo was in it, right? Yeah. Why, why isn't she in more stuff? Like you know what I'm gonna click into this. I'm gonna find out what else. I she's know they, she made it through two Thor movies. Oh man, maybe I'm just not paying attention. And she's not. She's aged pretty well. She's not, she looks okay. 
Yeah, she still kills it. But, so Renee Russo. I don't, so so it follows like these people like Jake Gyllenhaal is an art critic and Renee Russo is like a gallery owner or art dealer or some shit and someone's neighbor dies and she finds all these like paintings he did and she steals them and starts selling them and everybody that sees them becomes obsessed with them and then they show the art and it's like what why is everybody freaking out over this this is fucking stupid and then it starts like getting supernatural and the paintings are moving and killing people and it just i don't know that nothing worked in the whole movie like the, the so something would jump out of the paintings is that how it worked kind of like they would move a little bit and there was like fires and stuff and i don't know like like in nightcrawler it shows a guy who like i don't i'm not too invested in i don't have too much of an interest in people who just Try, listen to police scanners and try and film crime scenes so they can sell that footage to news stations. But the way they wrote Jake Gyllenhaal's character in that and like that weird, bizarre passion he has for everything right. just made it like fascinating. Right. I don't give a fuck about the art world, but this movie didn't make me give a fuck about it either. Right. So I couldn't care about their stupid little conversations they were having, like the bickering and infighting between the characters and backstabbing. I just didn't give a fuck about any of it. And then when the horror stuff happened, which was like too little too late, even all that was pretty unimpressive. And there was a couple cool kills and shit like towards the end, but definitely wasn't enough to save it or move the needle. So I give that fucking two dicks. Wow, that's still a, a better score than your whole review would indicate. Shuddy, did you see Velvet Buzzsaw? No, I did not. Motherfucker. <laughs> we got to start coordinating on movie reviews. Why, uh, so we can argue? Yeah, well, not even argue, just so we can go back and forth on this stuff, because I really wish that you guys watched the Fire doc- documentary and Ted Bundy so we could talk about those, um, you know, outside of just me riffing. And I wish that I saw Polar, honestly, or, or, or kept watching it, so that way I could have been more of a, a part of that conversation. Shuddy, what else did you, what, what did you see? Did you see something else? Uh, no. Oh, well, I started Russian Doll. Oh, okay. I'm actually kind of on the fence on whether or not I should watch that. It's like Groundhog's Day meets... It, uh, happy Death Day, that stupid horror movie. Yes. Yeah, it's Happy Death Day meets Happy Death Day. I'm still unsure on if I'm going to continue watching it. How many episodes do you watch? Uh, four. I feel like that's a good sample size before you can begin to think about ditching a, a show like to me i thought i love succession i know we talked about this before i love succession but i'm willing to say that it get you have to give it like four or five episodes before i think most people get into it if it takes longer than that like you can't tell me oh yeah just a bad first season but once you get through the first season like you're gonna love the show it's like all right fuck that fuck that but i can give it like four or five episodes so shuddy you're maybe gonna give it give it one more before you bail yeah. All right. Fair enough. I did I did go to the theaters. Yeah. Because I, I wanted to see uh, a good Mads Mikkelsen movie. You're all over Mads Mikkelsen movies. I know. I'm all over Mads's nads. <laughs> hold on. <laughs> hold on. I should have got there, but hold on. So I, I, I just looked at, I was like, all right, it looks like my, my weekend is a little lighter than it usually is. I'll probably have time to go to the, go to the movies. So I just looked at the Arclight website to see what was playing. And I was like, what the fuck is Arctic? So I just clicked on it and saw that it was a Mads movie. Mad, and then Mads, I saw it was getting Mads, Mads. So I was getting good reviews and I was like, all right, I'll check this shit out. 
So it's basically just follows. I, I went in completely blind just knowing that he was in it, and it's like an Arctic survival movie. Never watched the trailer. Never saw any press about it. And, man, did it kick ass. What do you think you would have a better chance surviving in? Arctic conditions or desert? Arctic. I mean, I'm dead. It would probably be a five-minute difference of where I die in both scenarios. But you would rather give it a shot in the Arctic? Yeah, because I, I would rather die freezing to death than die of thirst. Oh. I wonder what some of the victims of polar vortex would think. Yeah, because it would have to be like dehydration, right? That'd be probably your official cause of and death. And sunstrokes and shit. You know, my pasty ass isn't good in the desert. No, no, yeah. I think you'd be better in the Arctic. Yeah, for sure. Is there another climate? I guess you can always go like tropical rainforest. I feel like that would be real horrible because yeah, there could be animal deaths. Yeah, yeah. Mosquito's yeah. going to bite me in my dick. Yeah, and you could just like kind of like rot to death almost. <laughs> <laughs> rot from the dick up. Yeah, being being gnawed on by animals. Yeah. All right, but how is this uh, Mads Mikkelsen Arctic survival story? It was dope. I mean, there's barely any dialogue in it. So it just That's relies on his charisma and acting chops, you know? <laughs> Shuddy, were you talking to Kevin or someone else? No, I said, it said as soon as he said there's not a lot of dialogue, I'm out. <laughs> uh, it's like, uh, what's that one movie from Daniel Day-Lewis? Oh, There Will Be Blood? Like the first 20 minutes he didn't say anything. He's just like going up and down an oil well. Uh, was there? Uh, I'm going to actually pull it up right now on IMDb. Who were the other characters in there? Anyone that I would know? No. Mm, okay. And I, 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 I talked about it on the Ella show today, and Andrew brought up the trailer while I was talking about it. So it does show, the trailer shows some other stuff that, I don't know, I wasn't expecting, but I guess the, the producers felt comfortable enough putting that in the trailer. But there's, I mean, there's, if you look at the IMDb page, I think there's only two people credited in the entire movie. Yeah, there's... Yeah, on IMDb, you can see full cast, but the two before you click on the full cast hyperlink, or there's only two before you click on the full cast hyperlink. Yeah, there's only two people in the movie, and the rest are just, like, producers. Yeah. Yikes. It's it's impressive what they were able to do. I think this this was, like, a lo- like an Iceland-made film. They had a budget of $2 million, and it was it was great. Like, it's it's not a long movie. I think it's only, like, 90 minutes, but... It's so fucking grueling that it feels like a really long movie. Like when it was over, I was completely exhausted. I wanted a cup cup of hot cocoa. How how did I was you get cold there? just watching it? They don't explain stuff. It's I, I like the way they do it. The movie starts and he's just living out of the crashed plane. And you okay. can tell he's been there for a while. So it's a crashed plane. That's yeah. how I got there. Okay. But they, they don't really give you any more info than that. No other. And it just it just shows him using his like skill and wits to just survive, and and beat the elements and stuff. Is the woman in this was it, is this like his wife? Does it like flash back or does she just show up in the fucking glacier? Like, I mean, hey, bro. I guess I guess if you, you want to go too? in with like uh, a completely clear palette, just fast forward a couple of minutes in the podcast. But but since they show it in the trailer, I'll just say it here. So. Pretty early in the movie, a helicopter flies over, and he gets their attention, and they see him, and then it starts hailing really bad, and the helicopter crashes. Oh! So he, like, drags the one survivor out, and she's just completely banged up. So he has to, like, care for her, like, uh, okay. dying, inca- incapacitated ass. 
Right. Fucking anchor. But it kicked ass. It was was funny, too, because the other people walking out of the theater when it ended, they were like, oh, my God, I need a nap after that. (laughs) Like, you feel like you got your ass kicked, but holy shit, does he get his ass kicked. It is a fucking gnarly movie. Wow, how many Arctic ticks would you suck? I'm giving it 4.25. You really liked it. Fucking ruled. So good. Wow. So that's the movie, that's the best movie of 2019 for you so far, right? Yeah, for sure. All right. Well, I guess since we just talked about the best movie of 2019, we should make our, our picks real quick for this year's Oscars. Wait a second. We're doing that now? Can we do it next week? Why? Wait, when's the, when's the Oscars? Uh, February 24th. Yeah, I guess we can do the Oscar. But, okay, real quick, can I review the Ted Bundy documentary? Oh, yeah. Uh, I, I love this. I loved it. I'm, I'm a sucker for Netflix documentaries. Did you find keep, him handsome? As we keep talking, no, I, I think that was a little overrated. His 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 look. Yeah, you seem to only ingest things in documentary form these days. I, I don't know. I just think, like a lot of the new movies that come out, I'm starting to warm back up to newer movies. But recently, the new movies that have come out have sucked. A lot of like the the big major motion picture um, endeavors have been like reboots or like just franchises so i think the most interesting and well done content is like true life stories and i think if you can do a deep dive on one of these like this ted bunny documentary or wild wild country or the evil genius with all of these that i really like or maybe dirty money which i know is like a bit of an anthology about like you know corrupt businesses but if you can do these deep dive documentaries these are just something that that i love honestly. And so this Ted Bundy documentary was a four part, um, four part series. Um, each, each part was an hour long and the lens that it's told through is, is, um, recorded conversations a journalist had with Ted Bundy when he was trying to write the Ted Bundy documentary or, uh, uh, biography, excuse me. Um, and he was just, you know, they, they use that to go back through the history of Ted Bundy and, and him on Did the Did he ever run. eat anybody? Uh, necrophilia. He, oh, he fucked him? He fucked them, but I don't think he ate them. I guess one of his calling cards, and this is something that the the, the Florida sheriff picked up on, is that he, uh, I guess he leaves bite marks in his victim. He bites them. Oh, he's like Marv Albert. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, a little, a little more aggressive Marv Albert. Um, <laughs> I love Marv Albert. I wish he didn't bring that name up. That's a great American. He's just a little kinky. Very good at biting hookers. Um, but just like the boldness and like details behind his murders are, are fucking staggering. Do you know anything about the Ted Bundy? Do you, Not really. It's it's shocking. It's this stunning, stunning detail. So he killed 36 women in six different states. You know, he escaped. This is crazy. He escaped prison twice. He escaped prison twice in Colorado. Got out, escaped, went to Florida, and killed, like, six more people. Like, it's just crazy. Like, he essentially revolutionized. I don't know if that's the right way to put it, but let's go with that word. Revolutionized the way America, like, looks at murderers and, like, serial killers. Like, he was the first, like, major serial killer. And, and... It's crazy just how like stupid we were back in the days or or uh naive we were like it wasn't until Ted Bundy that people realized that it probably wasn't a good idea to get in a car as a, like a woman a woman shouldn't hitchhike 
And like no one knew that until no one even thought about that until like Ted Bundy started killing hitchhikers. And it was just like, oh, wait a second. Like if you ask for a ride from a guy, he's not going to just be a good Christian and drop you off. Like, no, like they didn't like humanity didn't comprehend it at this point. Um, and, and dude, it's just like, they have footage of, of, of his, uh, of his court cases in Florida. So he was given public defenders when they finally tracked him down in Florida for, for the murder of four Florida state sorority or two Florida state sorority girls. Right. And he decided to join his public defenders and defending himself. And what one of the public defenders wanted to do is say that he wasn't competent to stand trial. He's like, this guy's a, this guy's a psycho. He's, he, he can't defend himself. And not only did, did the, the Florida judge not consider him incompetent to, to stand trial or not consider him too incompetent to stand trial, he allowed him to defend himself. Dude, this motherfucker is cross-examining cops. Like, it's, he's, he's on trial for four murders and he's cross-examining police. Like, and you're watching it. And you're watching old footage. Like, it's fucking crazy. It's it's crazy. He 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 brings in a character witness and proposes to her during the fucking trial. Oh, like, like while she's on the stand and she says yes. And you're just like, like I couldn't believe this is actually this actually happened. Like, like we God damn. Like it, it was crazy. And the woman I wish it wasn't fucking twelve hours of shit to watch. Otherwise, I might check this out. You sh- I'm telling you, dude, it, it's fascinating. And like, mm. like they straight like Silence of the San- uh, Silence of the Lambs scenes <coughs> are straight Ted Bundy moves. Like, do you know the uh, you know how he how he gets the girl? And I'm the, going the, to eat your asshole with some You know how he gets the beans. girl where he he's got the 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 arm in a cast and he needs help getting the uh, the furniture in the back of his truck. Buffalo dude, Bill. Yeah, Buffalo Bill. He gets. Two girls at the same fucking lake party that uh, one day on that same exact move. So there was a party going off in this lake in Washington, and he just randomly, not randomly, he he set his eyes on two 18-year-old girls and was like, hey, I need help moving this furniture, and abducted, uh, abducted them both and murdered them both. This is like within hours of hours apart. And it's just like, it's fucking crazy. Um and and the other thing that I think about is like how hard it must have been to like data mine and file things and like just like research stuff without the internet. Like the the complications involved with fucking tracking this guy was was crazy and it's just something that that I can't you know I've had the internet for so long that I I almost forgot what it's like to live life without the internet, you know? Like I think if I had to find an answer to something and I Googled it, if the answer was on the second page, I would probably just give up and just stop looking. <laughs> and like, could you imagine like having to investigate this murder with like, they had no leads for like fucking for probably five plus years. They didn't know what to do. Yeah. I mean, anything pre internet now kind of baffles me. Like I remember listening to the Stern show when I was a kid and Howard would just like wonder something about like some celebrity or who represents them or just some weird like inc- inconsequential little detail and like Baba Booey would chime in and have the answer and it's like I know there's a whole team of people in that back office that are very smart and good at their jobs 
but just you remove the internet from that equation. And I'm like, huh? right? Like, how? 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 How do you? How did? I don't know. Like, anytime I get asked a question for my job, I can look the answer up. I can just right. Google it. Before I, that, I, I mean, know. Yeah. It, and uh, it so, blows my millennial mind. Do I count it? I think I do count as a millennial. So I like binge watch this, right? And and this guy was like, he was driving around in a busted up, beat up brown VW buggy. And uh, I binge watched this shit, right? The next morning, I'm walking to my car. And you know, I live right next to like an elementary school, right? Yeah. There is a one guy sitting in a beat up brown oh, no. VW oh, in, no. in the fucking in the, the oh, elementary school parking lot. I, I, I like I stared at it for like a good 30 seconds. Like, oh, my fucking God. Like, this is creepy. Did you try to, like, memorize the plates in case you needed to <laughs> no. reference it at a later no. date? No, I should have. Um, I'm going to give this a 4-4 four, four out of 5. And you're, you're very weird with your uh, decimals. I know. I want it to be... 4.4, 4, huh? Yeah, I want, it to, I want it to get down to, like, I don't know, non... Um, I'd can, say I give that 4.4... Two, three, four, six repeating. I think the grading becomes boring and stale if you just do round numbers like four, uh, like you know, every half point or every half star, or every hand job. Jeff, so, you, you're you are fully free to review however do you like. All right, well, it's a fucking four four. You can even throw in fractions and shit sometimes. I just, I really wish because I, you know, it's four hours of footage. I give this movie pie. How the pie fuck? dicks. <laughs> Like, how did he fund his lifestyle? Like, they don't they don't ever talk about like what jobs he had. <laughs> like, like this guy murdered thirty six people. He wasn't a clown, right? That was the other no, guy. That was John that was Wayne Gacy. Gacy. He murdered thirty six women in six states. Like, he had to eat something. He had to like he had to have a house, a shelter. Like, wh- how the fuck was he able to fund this? I don't know. I would have wished. I wish they would have gotten into that. I did see a whole bunch of news stories about how. Um, Netflix was trying to uh, scold people for talking about how handsome Ted Bundy is. Yeah, like that. That seemed to be like I guess the takeaway some people had. Like you watched that the four part documentary and like, wow, this guy was a sick, calculated, disgusting motherfucker. And then some people walked away and they're like, wow, he was hot. Well, yeah, I'm, yeah. And I mean, Zac Efron is playing him in a movie, right? Coming right out soon. And you know what I like. I- People would say you probably if you liked one you should watch the other one. But here's here's my thoughts on this. If you remember the OJ uh, documentary, did you ever oh, watch yeah. that? No. Okay. I think it was like thirty four hours. So that was really good. But I didn't watch the FX People versus OJ, and I had a theory that like not a theory. I, my rationale was that you can only I was only going to give time to one of them. So I'm happy that I saw this because I have really no interest in seeing the Zac Efron Ted Bundy thing. Like. Zach Efron's too good looking. And Ted Bundy, he I get dreamy. it. I get it. He is, you know, he was a good looking serial killer. Um, but that's just all of that is rooted into just again how naive and stupid we were back in the day. Or I don't know how much like the uh, I don't know the word I'm looking for, but how much just Yeah, I can't help you. Yeah, slack we gave random people. Uh but yeah, I mean it was it was really good. All right, well, I don't know if we're going to have time for the Oscar shit, so we'll just do that next week. Uh, I'll give you guys another week to prepare your your thoughts and stuff. But um, I know Shuddy Boy has prepared us some stuff. 
So uh, let's let's jump right back into where we left off last week with Reddit, 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 Reddit <laughs> questions. Yes. Oh <laughs> uh, God. I don't know how I feel about how popular that's been. There's a change.org petition to get it nominated for a Grammy. <laughs> oh, I'm signing that after the show. Oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Is that change that's change.org, right? Yeah, it's on there's a link on the Reddit page. Reddit, 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 Reddit questions. This Reddit page is sick. Do you did you add like the uh the any of the designs or the, the images? Nope. That was all the other moderators. That so was wait. all done yep, when it was set up by the original moderator. So Shuddy, you didn't make the heading picture a, a big black cock shooting jizz into your mouth? I did not. I was gonna say that's great self deprecating <laughs> humor. Well way to take <laughs> no, one for the team. I... Yes. When you uh, no, I had nothing to do with that. Ter- I hate looking at the Reddit page for that. Like it's so embarrassing. <laughs> it looks so real. Yeah, it really does. It's so <laughs> fucked. Oh my god. Well, hey, Shuddy's over there getting his fucking mouth pregnant. <laughs> he uh, it's this is great execution. Sorry, Shuddy, that you had to suck the dick on this one. Yeah, Reddit.com/r/MadScientistPartyHour. Well, yeah. Team player, right here, Shuddy. Well, yeah, so hopefully that, that can give people another week to also brainstorm if anybody has any suggestions. We always do a punishment for whoever gets the least amount correct uh, of the Oscars every year, and that was Shuddy's punishment last year. He had to fucking eat Oreo jizz out of a squirting black dildo. So, yeah. You yeah, can... can't wait for next, this year. <laughs> yeah. Yay. All right, so Shuddy, do you have any? Reddit, 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 Reddit questions. We have several of them. Fuck yeah. Oh, no. Uh, first one comes from what means what. Uh, is What is the most frustrating thing one of the other show members has done to you? Ugh. Hmm. I don't have any like specific gripes. I would just say your overall gayness, Kevin. <laughs> <laughs> just me somehow being, uh, uh, not somehow, but me being involved in this podcast and having to deal with your queerness week in, week out. But other than that, I feel like it's all good. Yeah, I'd say I, I share the same answer that Jeff gave. Yeah. Like, I'm trying to. I think of like a specific thing about you that I can complain about, but it would be a little disingenuous. And if I, I don't know, it would come off, it'd probably be mean. And I can't even think of anything. I don't really have anything to bitch about with you or Shuddy. Uh, oh, man. Like the whole Chris Gore thing. Obviously, I was bummed out at the time, but now I look back on it and I think of myself like, I think of like how in the wrong I was at that time and how fucking dumb I was. But I remember being like mad at you guys because I felt like you guys took it too far or or uh, fawn maybe bullshit uh, um, being butthurt when when I, think I don't that think there was much of a reason spiraled out like way different than we thought it was going to play out. 
Like it initially got brought up in like a ball busting way, and then it just got serious before we even picked up on it, and then it just got uncomfortable. Yeah, yeah. Well, well my, I think, my I, think mental- I think we we all kind of whiffed on on the handling of that one, and then people got bummed out at us for it. And well, had- I think a lot of people liked that episode, right? Some people liked it, I think, and some people didn't like it. Some people really get off on uncomfortable moments, and that was definitely uncomfortable. And then we had a couple people accuse us of, like, faking the whole thing because we didn't have anything to talk about, so we faked a fight or some shit. Interesting. We never have anything to talk about. Yeah. So we yeah, yeah, no different well, Why would that have been different? <laughs> that, we, that we scripted something instead. No, it's a, I mean, uh, in a weird way, like, I take... Th- these conspiracy theories as compliments, you know, it's like people are doing like next level thinking on this fucking toilet humor that we have. Yeah. Thank you for, for giving me more credit than I'm due. Right. And, and, you know, going back to how this question was brought up, you know, the Reddit page itself, I I was clicking around there today and it's just, it's sick. It's sick. Dude, we have not that many subscribers, like only 138 now, but this is something I didn't even know existed really until a couple days, like maybe a couple weeks ago. And, um, and and the people that are subscribed seem to really be into it, and they're adding content or they're providing stuff that we can kind of riff on. So that's real cool. Um, and fuck, now I'm kind of talking myself away from the com. Uh, do you have anything? Yeah, what the hell are you doing over there, Jeff? Do, do you guys have anything that you want to complain about with me? <laughs> Help me out here. I can't complain about anything with you guys. You guys complain about something with me, so I can. I can uh, maybe sometimes your wishy washiness. Fair enough. But I mean, even that's not really annoying. I can pull up. Let me find my phone. I can pull up a specific conversation that I know drove me crazy, but also drove Kevin crazy. It was when we were talking about going back to recording on Monday night, and you just weren't understanding that Dustin committed to Sunday. Yeah. You're like. Go ahead. Because <laughs> you're like, I prefer Monday since we can have Dustin. And you're, Kevin was, Jesus Christ, Jeff. And I was like, Dustin was coming on, coming by on Sunday. And you're like, oh, I see what you're saying. Sometimes it seems like things don't set in with you right away. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. What I'm saying is, you being a retard annoys me. Right. Yeah. I was, I, at first, I was thinking, like, wait a second. <laughs> Like, this isn't a character flaw. This is just like a mix-up that I had in a conversation. But what you're saying is it is a character flaw. And this you is know what annoys me when you're, when you're a retard. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it really annoys me when you're dumber than me. <laughs> <laughs> or you don't pick up immediately on what I'm Which, saying. as the Trivial Pursuit champion, you're dumber than me all the time. Yeah, you're, oh, boy. Yeah, you're able to make such, <laughs> such statements because right. of your success. And- Hit us with another one, Shuddy. Uh, from Hobby Farmer, he actually asked this last week, and we we didn't get to it. That's my bad. Uh, part one of the question is, what's your cringiest moment in life? In life? In life. Good God. I know, right? Like, that's the heaviest... I, I Okay, so... Hey, can I, we narrow this down by decade? I've just well, led to nothing we, but a cringe-inducing life. Yeah, why don't we have him do that? Have him give us a 
a time frame and we'll revisit it next week because that that's why I was pushing it till the end last week because it is a uh a hard one to answer. <laughs> yeah, what's the memory that sometimes you try to shout out of your head? <laughs> you know? Like I don't know. Yeah. I don't think I want to what talk about sp- it. Isn't if- that the point? <laughs> <laughs> what have you spent all of your adult life repressing? Right. About it? Yeah. Yeah. You're really getting us on the the couch. Yeah. Easy there, Barbara Walters. <laughs> what is the lowest point of your entire existence? Hmm. Great, great question, sir. On Reddit, <laughs> <laughs> you really got me with this AMA. Uh, well, it was that one time uh, that yeah. I, I finished in under five seconds. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're gonna need a little bit more time on that one. So, what else you got, Shuddy? Uh, we have two. Um, one from Fragile Gooch and Guy from Memphis, which are essentially uh, the same question, worded a little bit differently. But it was um, – one is, if you all had to choose a different career, what would you do? And then one was, what would you consider to be the top of your career? Like what would be your – the ultimate career for us? I'm confused. There was too many pauses in there. What's your dream job? Okay, sorry. That's the question. One was, what's the dream yeah, job? One was, what's your dream job? And the other one was, if you had to choose a different career, what would it be? I How mean, about, I got, I got two. One that is attainable in a crazy world or with a, a lot of improvements on my own end. And then the other is not attainable whatsoever. And that would be... I mean, I always wanted to be, you know, a basketball player or a hockey player. We'll go basketball because that's what I still play. And that's what I, you know, the sport that I probably enjoy the most because I play it. Um, And the other one that I think is slightly attainable in the sense that, like, I don't have physical, like, I'm, you know, 5'10 and 220 doesn't put me out of the the running for this job. But I would like to produce Saturday Night Live. Whether it be a writer, whether it be uh an actor on there or or just a producer jeff clark yeah honestly like i it's honestly one of my favorite things Alan ever. and uh like i you know i've watched it my entire life like growing up i would i would just kind of ask my parents to stay up on saturday night so i can watch saturday night live and it was just i don't know it's something that it i would be loved. like because like everybody on snl has like a celebrity that they play like who would be your celebrity Oh, I don't like, know. Oh, did you catch that skit last night where Jeff Clark re uh See that's the thing is I don't I don't I, I probably wouldn't be good as a cast member because I don't have any like go to impressions. <laughs> this is something that I wish Here's the thing. Like, I don't do any impressions. Have. Yeah. I don't act. But yeah, put me on SNL. I mean And Lauren's like, Right, okay, right over here. Here's your dressing room. Isn't that Pete Davidson? <laughs> right? What yeah, does he do? Right? Or uh, like Colin Jost. Show Mr. Clark, do you do stand up? I know Colin. No, jo- I know Colin Jost and Michael Che are like the lead writers as well, but they don't do impressions for the most part. I mean, uh, every now and then they'll make a stab at a at a at an impression and a and a, and a skit. But that's that was that's probably my dream dream job. Honestly, is working for Saturday Night Live. Like I. I'm looking for a new job and, and always being in, you know, being in LA, I'm kind of always looking for a job. Um, I've never really looked outside of LA. 
Um, and moving back to New York isn't something that I really want to do in the current moment, but like one thing that I would always, I would always be down to do. You don't think you would get stage fright? Again, this, we're talking about, I'm talking about producing Saturday Night Live. I'm not talking about necessarily hosting or being a cast member. I, if I was a good enough writer, skit writer, I would like to do that just in some way, shape, or form, be an integral part of producing Saturday Night Live would be my dream job. Okay. I don't want to pigeonhole it to any one thing, like being the weekend update anchor. I, I don't know. I mean, I don't think it's a big shock that I want to write movies. But I, I, I would like to continuously crank out screenplays and sell them while still doing radio. Because I like... I've always liked bullshitting and talking with my friends and just trying to crack jokes and stuff. And now that I'm a co-host, I mean, that is my job. Yeah. So my job already kicks ass. If I could continue to do it and sell the scripts that I've written and will write and be honest make more money i'll just be richer duh yeah yeah (laughs) i'd like i'd like to get out of the stage that i've been in for the last two decades which is just poverty one bedroom apartment (laughs) yeah yeah it would be nice to finally be an adult (laughs) i'd like that part we're on the same page yeah uh and what was the second question what what's your dream job and what and if you had to change, to if it. you had to choose a different career, what would you do? Oh, um, I would want to work at Blockbuster or be a camp counselor. Huh? Because I'm, I'm guessing I would have to be outside of entertainment, right? Yeah, I, I can't guess. exactly. Because you just you just said your dream job is two jobs in entertainment. <laughs> yeah, one that I'm already doing. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, I'm already living my dream, so I just want to live a better version of this. <laughs> <laughs> I think I would be a sweet camp counselor. Oh no. Hmm. What would I like to do? I always wanted to work at a video store, always, and I could never. I I put my fucking. I I applied. At every blockbuster, every Hollywood video, regularly, and these fucking fart knockers never hired me once. I worked at Blockbuster in high school. Was it exquisite? It was pretty cool. Yeah. I want to judge people by the movies they bring up to me. Like <laughs> I wasn't like that. You no. fucking pussy! You would rent the piano. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Gremlins three, good one. Doesn't exist, but thank you for renting it. <laughs> All right, my bad. Um, I'm trying to think of like a job. I'm kind of in between jobs right now, so my dream job would be to own a comic shop. Still, that's okay. If you had to, if you had, if you could quit your current profession and jump into any other profession, what would it be? Would it just be comic book owner? Right? It's the same question. Yeah, comic book store yeah. owner. All right, yeah. Yep. I'm on the same. I'm on the same shit. That's that's, that's my final answer. Uh, Welcome to Shuddy Sack. Now get the fuck out. But I'm with you. I I'm I'm in a sense like I would like to do this professionally. Talk shit. Com comment on on things that I'm not an expert in any way, shape, or form to comment on. But I can just spin it in a goofy, uh, unique way. Um, but that's kind of what I'm going for. And I feel like. This is like one of the things that you and I really bond over. I feel like this is just our love for Howard Stern and like kind of the influence that he's made on us. You know, we've we've taken a weird way to meet up 
and uh, <laughs> to, to to figure this out. But I feel like that's probably the most influential person in my life. Uh, that's not you know that I'm not related to or hanging out with. So I don't know. I also would like to to move into radio production or professional podcast production. <laughs> well, um, the Patreon it's patreon.com slash mad scientist party hour. It's five bucks a month. And we do a, a bonus episode every week that goes up there. They're 30 minutes or longer each episode. And when you sign up, you get access to everything. So there's over a year's worth of Patreon shows you can catch up on if you've never heard any of them. Uh, let's see. What else? Go to Riotcast.com and check out all the other shows that are on the network with us. And uh, if you want to shoot us emails, madscientist at Riotcast.com. If you want to be a part of voicemails, yay, just call 201-472-0139. Leave a message after the beep. Uh, what else? You can follow us on Instagram. I'm at Kevin Craft. At Shuddy Boy. At Jeff Rowe Records. And at MSPH Podcast. Yes, uh, don't forget reddit.com slash r slash mad scientist. There's a Is it uh, just mad game giveaway. Uh, Matt, you know what I mean. I did it wrong. Well, hold on. I'll I'm really right. high now. Um, Reddit.com. Reddit.com slash r slash mad scientist party hour. Hmm. Um, there is a game giveaway going on now that the page is over 100 followers. A game so. giveaway? Yeah. Uh, Steam if you game. win, you can play patty cakes with me. I have nothing to do with this. That was uh, the original moderator, Captain Big D. He's doing this. Um, Captain oh. Big D. <laughs> yeah, it's a Steam game or an Origin game. All right, well, All right. good luck to everyone. So go look Reddit. at the page for the details because I'm foggy on them, to be honest. <laughs> I believe All it. right. Uh, and I think that's it, right? It's going to be an interesting one this week. Oh, my Christ. Yeah, maybe you should, should postpone your edibles by like 45 minutes. <laughs> or not. <laughs> or not. That, I mean. We wouldn't want you getting too chatty. <laughs> time release edible. Yeah. All right, well, yeah. Stick around for the Patreon to see how fucked up he gets. <laughs> <laughs> All right, thank you for listening, friends. But until next time, something. Hey. Hey. All right. You have no way to... Uh, I can get him. I can get... Hey. Do you want your coffee? Hey. I got co- Oh, wait. I don't have coffee. Oh, I left it over there. Yeah, I'll grab it. Shuddy. I heard the end of a yo, I think. Yeah, can you hear me? Yes. Okay. Oh, shit. Thanks, dude. I was going to go grab it. Yeah. How about now? Can I underestimated now? the pour with the cream. Talk again, Shuddy. Can you hear me now? Can you hear me now? Can you yes. hear me now? You can? Nope. No, it, obviously you heard that. I don't know why the mute doesn't work on Skype. It works on Audacity, so it's not the microphone. It's something with Skype. Stupid. It's like that FaceTime bug. I thought Audacity was like a 
audio editing software. I didn't know it was. It is, but you can record. So I tested to see if while I was record, you know, muted it while I was recording, and it muted just fine. God I'll need to remember to if I need to mute, I need to hit the button on Skype. Well, it's probably a good thing that your mute doesn't work because you would forget about it like you do on Fortnite all the time. What do you do on Fortnite? What do you you start yelling at the kids, and it comes over the. Yeah, your mic's not really picking you up. Oh, man. I was no, gonna... I mute it and then forget that I muted it and talk and nobody can hear me. Why isn't anybody talking to me? Respond to my anecdotes. <laughs> my references are awesome. <laughs> Come on, I just burned you, pussy. React. <laughs> Zang. Ah, oh, what the fuck? I just fucking shuddied myself again. Ugh. Is now the time where we uh, break into the most stuffed Oreos? Oh. On the Easter egg? Or are we going to do that? Yeah, fuck it. Yeah. Let's do it on the Easter During egg. During the podcast. I feel like you guys are oh, so shit. far behind the times. Yeah, well, I went on a sugar hiatus, but now I'm kind of dipping my toe back into sugar. <laughs> I'm trying. To, I, do, I do need a diet. Uh, I'm getting chubbier. But the sugar restrictions wow. aren't as great. All right, Jeff, we need to get a photo for the show Instagram of you posing with one of those giant bastards. Well, here, turn, turn it to the side so we can, can see. Yeah, la- you, again, you, you turn it the wrong way. Oh, oh my bad. Where are you trying to go? God move? damn it, Jeff. I don't want to see the round cookie. We got to see the fucking cream. <laughs> Man, that thing looks like a chip witch. Yeah, it's a meaty. Meaty bastard. The cream squirts out. I know, I love it. Here we go. (laughs) Man, it really just flattened that big globule of cream. So, every time that I get um, a new uh, case of double-stuffed Oreos, I unscrew one cookie and two of the Oreos and combine them. So this is kind of what we get here. Now this is this is the I guess the similar of cream to cookie ratio that my little invention or Oreo hack does. I think this is good. Are you did you just sniff them, Kevin? Yeah. Nothing wrong with that. I sniff every Oreo, Shuddy. What is this your first podcast? Yeah, well, but that's different when they're different flavors and you have to decide if you want to eat it or not. It's a double stuffed or it's a triple stuffed Oreo. It's going to smell like every other Oreo. It's not me sniffing it to determine whether I'm going to eat it or not. I have to absorb it with all of my senses. I don't know how to really grade this because it it is very gimmicky um, and it's not something that I can do consistently. And I can't eat Oreos consistently, but yeah, I don't need it's this. epic. These are delicious. This is, it's They're too, very rich. Yeah, it's too much cream for me. Yeah, this is a little too decadent. I think we're getting there, Oreo. This Give makes me understand shot. why ISIS wants to bomb us. <laughs> we're just too much. Do the most stuffed part too. You're getting closer, Oreo. 
<laughs> yeah, Oreo needs to release Oreo triple anal. <laughs> where it's just each row of cookies is just one cookie. Oh, wow. Now we're thinking. And there's just, a, you know, a single cookie on one side, a single cookie on the, on the other, and then the entire row is just filled with, like, six inches of cream. What are your <laughs> what are your knee jerk reactions to this? What, do you have a score in mind? Um, I would not choose to eat these. It's it's too too much, too sweet, too much goo, too much slime. Are these uh, worse or better than the sweet and tangy? A little bit better, but I feel like I I couldn't eat two of these. I would get a tummy ache. Really? Because I'm about to hit my third right now. Oh, and he's in, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, that Oreo did not stand a chance. I bit it so quick that the cream didn't even really splash out. You broke the sound barrier. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. You broke it's, the cream barrier. It's like when you see lightning before you, before you hear the thunder. That's what I did here with this Oreo. I give now, it... When they're called Oreo the most stuff, why is stuff misspelled? Is that like a branding thing where they spell stuff with double? Yeah, double stuff isn't is spelled the same way. It's D. It's double and then S T U F, and so they just added stuffed. Is it like some weird legal thing? <laughs> yeah, like does someone have a copyright on stuff? Did someone's trademark stuff. I wonder who it would be. I could see it being Walmart. Yeah, why. that's some bitch assness they would pull. You know, like. Uh, Ron Swanson's food and stuff. You know, Walmart, is, they're pretty much food and stuff. It's where you, a lot of hillbillies go for their food and stuff. So maybe they trademarked it. I don't know. Uh, I would give this a 3.6 out of 5. These are awesome. Um, 3.6? Yeah. They're right. awesome. But it's uh, I, I got to dock points for it being too much of a gimmick. I mean, a gimmick every now and then is good, but I couldn't consistently eat these and also visually they didn't just tweak the cream machine in the factory to just give a bigger bigger globule you can tell they just did what you do when you buy normal oreos yeah they just stripped two creams and put them smushed them together and then sandwiched a cookie on them what I'm envisioning is like uh, it's probably like those Indonesian children making the iPhones. Yeah, what I, no, what I was envisioning is like a is like a Harlem crack house, like in New Jack City, where everyone's naked. Yeah. They're, they're doing <laughs> they're combining the Oreos, um, and and they have to be naked so it's no one can of, hide Oreos in yeah. their, on their person. It's all nude Asian women just <laughs> undoing regular Oreos and merging them into super Oreos. Yeah, and if uh, if if you're caught. Eating or smuggling Oreos, you're disposed of. Yeah, next you're the filling. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, three six. What was your score? I don't know. Two point five. Oh, oh. Are you ready to kick this puppy off? Uh, yeah, I guess so. Uh, Shuddy, real quick, can you hear this? Oh no, you can't. I did not hear anything, no. Uh-oh. Okay. This might be a little unpleasant. Bear with me, folks. Sorry. Oh, this damn adapter. Oh! Oh! My ears! Um, okay. 
Take two. Big media reaction. Yes, I heard that loud and clear. Fantastic. From Los Angeles, California, we are the Mad Scientist Party Hour. <laughs> <laughs>